Oh, hey guys, happy Thursday and welcome to Mind Gold episode 11. Um, I do have a special guest coming to join me today, um, but before she gets here, I just want to talk to you a little bit about my recent experience with her um, and why I wanted her to come on the podcast and um, share her knowledge with everybody. So basically, I'm always looking for ways to improve um, my mindset, um, build mental strength, resilience, all that good shit um, that makes us better at life, whether it be training, whether it be work, whether it be relationships, all of that kind of thing. Kind of fucking obsessed with it, right? So I've tried a whole bunch of things and some things work and some things don't. Recently went on a big meditation phase, um, honestly. It didn't really work for me and I'm not saying that it's not a good thing and I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it at all um, having had a recent guest on the podcast who was all about meditation I'm fucking jealous of people who can do it to be honest but I just sit there and all I can think is like my grocery shopping list how I'm gonna warm up for my snatches the next day um, what top I should wear so that my um, arm vaginas aren't as visible like all of these things and I just can't zone out because I, I don't know I just can't anyway so um, a friend of mine who is my guest um, has started a business uh, showing people how to do breath work right and I thought you know what that could be a good thing because breathing is doing something right I'm not just sitting there trying to get all zen make my mind blank as fuck right can't do it but you know what I could probably do I could probably focus really hard on doing something like breathing so I thought this could be the thing for me. So contacted Siobhan. She's recently opened a business called The Breathwork Shed. Fucking cool name, right? Um, and you may remember uh, a few episodes back I had on Tom Ahern. Um, he is a MindMate podcast, newly uh, qualified counsellor. And he is actually Siobhan's boyfriend. So that is how I met her. And she is a fantastic human, as is he. So I think she's going to be fantastic in coming on here and sharing all of her knowledge about breath work with you guys. And I really would highly recommend you try it. I'm going to get into a little bit of my experience uh, with her, um, what I gained from it, why I think it's uh, really something that could be beneficial for you, especially if you're feeling um, pretty stressed, pretty anxious. Um, and I'm aware that that is a thing that everyone fucking feels all the time. Um, and why? Why is everyone so fucked up these days? We've all got houses, we've got food, we've got clothes, we've got gym memberships and cars and pets and like all these things in our lives. And I feel like in having this like surplus, we've like created so much stress for ourselves. So maybe by just bringing our attentions back to something as simple as fucking breathing, we can kind of reset ourselves and kind of alleviate some of the stress and some of this tension. Um, so that's why I have Siobhan on today to talk to you all about breath work. So hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming. Pleasure. I'm so excited for this one. Oh my god, <laughs> me too. I've like done podcasts with men, but not the ladies. It's I think I've good. done more with men as well. So this is going to oh, be really? great. We can talk about our like favorite Girl tampon fat. size and stuff. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or we could. 
talk about breath work. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, preferably. <laughs> yes. Um, I would love to hear how you discovered this amazing thing. Yeah. Um, because I'm aware there's like a little bit of a adversity story, mm. um, which we love. Yes. Obviously. Of course. Please tell um. us that story. <laughs> um, I first discovered breathwork in Bali. So I was, we were managing a gym over there and we, <laughs> fun story. <laughs> Another good story. Maybe another podcast necessary (laughs) for this story. Like fifty. Anyway, I should say working. (laughs) I came in Bali, and um, we went to like a cafe with some of the members, and some of the members we were just like all chatting and introduced me to like a whole group of girls at a table, and I was like asking everyone, "Oh, what do you do? What do you do?" And one of the girls said, "Oh, I teach breathwork meditation," and I was like, "Oh God, like I meditate." every day but I do guided meditation so I was like what's this breathwork stuff and I was like thinking you'd be like standing up breathing with your eyes closed and because we had the gym I was like well let's try and set up a class just for something different and we're in Bali and you know everyone meditates in Bali um so we set up the class she came in and did it and then we jump in me and Tom and did the class and yeah afterwards I was like what the fuck just happened and then I was like I have to teach this like I have to bring it back to Melbourne yeah and that was it that's fucking awesome yeah and it just literally blew my mind so after you did uh, that first class did that did she like facilitate more sessions there or were you like Um, i'm gonna teach them now i'm gonna learn how to do it no she did no she did more and she's still in bali and she's an amazing facilitator and she did another couple classes at other studios around um bali so we kind of because i did one i was like I was hooked on it. Um, I kind of followed her into the other ones that she did there. So I did a couple in Bali and then we went traveling and the teaching was in New Mexico. So I just signed up for like the intensive course and went there and did it, did that. And I was like, this is next level. Like I was, I was literally like a different person after it. It was crazy. Cause we did intensive breath work like all the time. Yeah. I can't even like that session that we did last week. Like I can't imagine doing that like every day or oh, yeah. for I know. longer than that. It's like fucking <laughs> intense. And we were just talking before I started recording about like how much detail to go into about the experience. Because yeah, it's kind of like when you really want to see a movie and then someone goes, fucking pretty much like tells you like the whole movie and you're like, get fucked, mate. I'm not going to go to yes, it. Yeah, it's like trailers. It. Like I refuse to watch trailers. Like Tom loves watching Oh my God, I hate trailers as well. Yes. I'm like, no, I need to like create my own opinion of this. So when people ask me, I'm like, look, the, the fact is every single person has a completely different experience. It's so that's true. fine. So people can talk about their experiences and no one can relate because you guarantee will not have the same experience. Yeah, exactly. And I think going into it with like a preconceived notion of what you think it's going to be mm. like could be detrimental to a certain extent because say you're expecting X, Y, Z to happen and it doesn't and you're like, I did it wrong. Yeah. Or, you know. It's so true because some people have like, I mean, some people cry and then some people don't cry. And then the people that don't cry are like, well, why didn't I cry? Like, oh my God, I'm dead inside. No, they're just like asking. They're like, I heard everyone else crying. It's like, no, it's all like, even when you do yoga, it's all about you and you're on the mat and it's all about yourself. And it's the same as meditation. Like it's, it's you and it's your thing. To be honest, and I actually just was talking about this earlier, is I really struggle with meditation. Mm. And like my mind is just like going a million. It's thinking about my like ingrown hair. It's thinking about, <laughs> it's a doozy. What do I do today? It, yeah, it's all like all the things. Yeah. I'll think about other than like the task at hand. So this was why I thought like breath work could be a thing mm. for me because I'm really like 
a doing person. Like, mm-hmm. I've got to be, like, actively engaged yeah. in a task. Yeah. Like, I can't just fucking sit around. Yeah. Well, this is why yeah. it's so perfect for people that are like, I can't meditate. Because in this, you actually have to, like, do something. So, I feel like it's really good for people that are into fitness, like me, that love to, like, challenge themselves. Because you have to keep up the breath. Like, yes. you have to keep doing the work yourself. And if you stop, like, just like a workout, like, yeah. you know, you're out. Right, you know what's funny is like when, because, okay, so when we did the session, like obviously Siobhan shows me how to do the breath, mm. and then I do the breath on my own, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I'm like, this breath's going to be perfect, like this next breath's going to be perfect, the entire time, like, God, I fucked that one up, oh no, that was wrong, it was too short, oh, you're just useless, this is me in my mind for like 20 minutes or however long it is. And I had this, uh, I have this thing in my mind with with training that my last rep has to be my best rep. Yeah. And I don't know why this has always been in my head. And every set I do, if the last rep's not perfect, I'm just like, what a fucking piece of shit set. Oh, Doesn't matter that the last three reps yeah. were great. That last one's not good. Yeah. It's just, it was a waste of time. It's funny. It's ridiculous. I'm the same when I do my own breathwork sessions if, and if I don't you finish on a bad one you're like no, oh. if I don't cry I'm like oh. fuck I'm like come on I was like there's more sadness in there I'm like fucking cry and then oh my god there's so much sadness in there I get like I just I get really like I'm like oh come on like and I think that's the coach in me being like you know push yourself harder or like if I'm not sore the next day after like doing squats I'm like mate yes oh my god totally so i was like applying this kind of thinking to the which is not good breathing no terrible and then on the last breath i remember thinking this is going to be the best one i've done and keep in mind how many would i have done for like that entire time let's not tell well several Several. so you know and i'm like this last one's going to be perfect this last one's going to be perfect and as i had that that you know that thought process i realized that i think like that about every single like set that I do mm. in training and I was like where the fuck did that come from what a ridiculous yes. and yep. I just had this kind of epiphany that yeah. like there's no rep that's going to be my last rep yeah because there's always going to be another set mm-hmm. there's always going to be another rep there's always going to be another breath mm-hmm. so like why does this have to be perfect why does like this relationship have to be the relationship mm-hmm. why does this job have to be like the job yeah because there's no end yeah exactly and having that You're mindset, chasing it yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. So yeah. that was my first, um, I guess, epiphany that I had yeah. during the session. And I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> then it gives you that, it's like a realisation for like, okay, well, this is like cool that I know this, but why do I think like this? And yeah. why is everything like this? Um, but yeah, I'm the same, like, because obviously I facilitate people and some people will having a like laugh and some people cry and I'm like why am I giving myself like such a hard time for not crying in my last session it's like like why why do you need to get it all out like why can't you just be fine the way you are save something exactly (laughs) but yeah it's funny because that obviously comes from trying to prove something from your past yeah because this is where it all comes from I think that was what I found really interesting is like how much past stuff the experience really brought up for me yeah and I guess because I write a blog and Mm -hmm. a lot of it's like kind of about past like I guess trauma or like stuff that's happened in my life and I find that that doesn't necessarily it's supposed to well it's supposed to be like a cathartic thing that helps me to like deal with events and helps me to I guess 
find a positive in them mm. or at least in sharing them absolutely that's the positive right? yeah because you're getting it out of your head and onto paper but i find best. that it it doesn't necessarily get it out and stay out it more like gets mm. it out and then like stirs it around for ages yeah <laughs> so that's why breath works good because they right and get it all out yeah <laughs> yeah it's, yeah yeah um, I don't really know how much more we can go into the no, experience without so ruining it for everyone. You just absolutely have to try it. Come and um, do it. <laughs> they're all probably like, I don't want to fucking cry <laughs> in a shed. <laughs> if you Please don't want to cry in a shed, then you can't sit with us. Yeah, Because <laughs> yes. that's literally all we want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. basically. It'll attract the right people. So I, I think, think so. so. I think that's perfect. If you yeah. want to cry in a shed, this is who you come to basically but anyway how did you get from i guess um like discovering this thing to actually having your own business because that's pretty fucking cool and it hasn't been like a huge amount of time that you've done that that's a really good question um so when i came back i reached out to like a lot of yoga studios and i just like sent an email um i thought it was a really good email myself but anyway i'm sure it was Uh, i love a good email (laughs) You know, and normally, like, as a coach, I'm like, oh, can I, like, coach this or do that? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Because, like, obviously people know what, like, CrossFit is or weightlifting or whatever it is. But, like, breath work, meditation. And as soon as you enter the word healing, everyone's like, oh, no. Not healing. Um, so I reached out to all these people, like, oh, can I teach a class? Can I try it? Can I do it with your members? And, like, they all basically said no, but in, like, a roundabout way. They weren't like, no. But it was that. And... I was just like, okay, well, all these people keep saying no. Where the hell am I going to, like, bring this work? Like, I couldn't do it in my house because we were in a house share. And, you know, there's, like, noise everywhere. I would have to see what people's shifts are. And, you know, someone just comes home. And you, you, it really, well, you know, it needs to be, like, a sacred kind of soundproof. <laughs> you don't want someone walking through to take a dump. No. Basically. <laughs> or a no. dog barking. You're like, I'm breathing, mate. Um, so yeah, everyone said no. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I, I just was like sitting there being like, who else can I reach out to? Do I hire a room? Um, and then I was working in the store and these guys just walked in and I asked them if they had, they said they were the building managers. I was like, oh, do you guys have like a room or a studio? Um, and they kind of both looked at each other and like walked over to me and they're like, we have a shed. Oh my God. And that was it. I'm like so yeah perfect breathwork shed yeah and Done. i literally like locked up the store walked through the back to check this shed walked into it and i was like i'm so fucking in love with this place and it's crazy i never like if i look for like an apartment or a house i'm like so picky like the first thing i do is go like turn the shower on I'm like is it a good shower is it this is this walked into the shed and i'm like oh my god it's so perfect because i wanted it to be a small space and i didn't want it to have like any windows or anything because I wanted it to be like really like enclosed so people could feel they could really like go. Um, and I just wanted it to be like all white, really neutral, so people felt calm. And it was like everything. And there's nothing touching the walls so people could scream and laugh and cry. And the offices around it all leave at five, five o'clock. And my first class is like 6.15 p.m. Like it's so, I'm like, could this be any more perfect? Yeah, it's amazing. And that was it. And then so, that's how it happened because everyone else, in a nice way, everyone else said no. So I was like, right, I'm just going to do it myself. So if anything was kind of good, they said no. Exactly. Now so much better. Exactly. I always try and take like the positives out of like whatever happened. Because I was, I was panicking for a little bit being like, fuck, I'm never going to be able to do this like in Melbourne. 
Like, I'm just not going to have... And then I was like, do I move? Do I go to, like, Byron? Because Byron's so similar to Bali. I'm like, everyone, yeah. I want to breathe there. But I'm like, nah, Melbourne really needs something like this. Yeah. I think that it is... Like, it really is something that people need because uh, I was saying this earlier, like, everyone's just so fucked up all the time. <laughs> yes! Right? Everyone's like, I've got anxiety. I've got depression. I've got trauma from this. I, yeah. Like, this happened to me, like... And it's just, like, there's so many so many reasons for people to be stressed mm-hmm. out these yeah. days and even though we have like you would think like so many like good things that are in our lives to like help us get mm. better we've got access to yeah you know like so many different sorts of therapy and there's medicine and like yeah. all this stuff but it's like it's kind of like is it making it worse sort of like yeah well it's it's definitely drawing more attention to it which i think is amazing but for me, when I set up the class, I'm like, where can you go and do the breath work and physically like purge out of your body and then afterwards talk about your experience? So it's like you do the breath and you talk about it. So it's like double therapy in a class. Yeah. And when I was in New Mexico, there was like 44 of us all sitting around and we had to tell our story and we had to say what happened. We had to journal. We had to breathe. And afterwards, I'm like, I just feel so light and I had so many like realizations and I'm like this is why I am the human I am today because of all this shit in the past. And I'm like, we're like, we don't have that in Melbourne. Well, not that I know of. If anyone knows of anywhere, let me know. (laughs) But we don't have somewhere where we can physically do the work, get it all out, cry, scream, laugh, and then all talk about it. Like the people, when it's like a class environment, when they just sit and talk about what happened, like it's, it gives me goosebumps. It's like fucking crazy. It's literally like a therapy session. And I was saying, because we're one month old tomorrow. Oh my God, happy Cute. one month. <laughs> um, and I'm thinking of getting a separate class and just call it like, I don't know, Shed Shares or something. Where everyone just, Shed Shares. I know. Where everyone that's just comes amazing. for like a solid hour and just talks about their shit. And that's it. Like, oh, that's the class. Okay. Yeah, because... <laughs> After class, the class finishes at like 7.15, but I mean, I don't get out of there till way later because everyone just loves like talking and this happened and that happened. I realized this and then someone else is like, yes, same. And oh my God, I can't believe this. And you're just like, oh my God, this needs like to be a whole class on its own. So that's like the next thing in there is like these just sharing. Like it's not, I don't know. It's not, I wouldn't say it's like therapy. It's more just like you're purging out your shit, but you're really talking about it and everyone can like, add it it's like a community thing like and everyone that i've been attracting is so similar and i'm like this is nuts you know what i think i think it is right it's because i know you have so many relationships where they're so two-dimensional and Mm. the conversations you have with people (laughs) are just so fucking generic and it's Mm. like how's training How's, How's the weather? Oh, your eyelashes look good. Where'd you get just like, <laughs> oh, fuck off. Like, yes. literally, and, you know, I guess I'm like a chronic oversharer. No, you're not. Like, I, you know what? I don't care if someone no. doesn't want to, yeah. doesn't want to hear that I actually am not having a good day and why. Yeah. <laughs> then why'd you ask me? It's like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, I'm normal. That's what, um, and the other thing that keeps coming up is people are struggling to find like-minded people. So I'm yeah. like, well, this is why it needs to be like a community in a class where just people come and just talk about their shit. I agree. And I get a lot of like people that are like, no, genuinely, yeah. like, what trauma are you going through today? I'd be like, oh, do you want to know? <laughs> oh my God, I know, right? Like, I'll literally just wait for someone to ask me that question. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have like... People should say like, what's wrong today rather than how are you? Yeah. Tell me your shit today. You have like... Me and my friend, um, 
she's like my best mate from home who's like she's just so spiritual and um she'll call me she's like right you've got five minutes to rant and then so do i and then we talk about leaving stuff and i love it so i call her and i'm like and i'm like right okay next and then we're like you know because you don't want to you don't want to be a drainer no and talk about all your draining shit all the time but i think it's so good to have that five minutes like and it'll be the same when i have the class like everyone's got like their five minutes everyone can add to it and help and you get it out yeah then you move on and I think, like, because it's not just all about you and you getting your feels out. It's important to, like, be able to resonate with other people yeah. and help them feel that you are, like, supportive and empathetic yeah. to their situation. Yeah. Rather than just kind of waiting for your turn to talk, I yes. guess. Yes, like, listening. Like, Actually really listening. listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. There's, a, there's actually a really good quote about that where it's, like, my friend, before she, like, rants, always asks me how has she got the mental capacity to listen to me talk negatively for like five minutes or something there's like a quote thing on it and I'm like that's so cool like we never really say that to our friends like oh are you like are you physically and mentally okay to listen to me talk about shit for like five minutes we just yeah yeah that's why I think if I had a class titled talk about your shit what about shared rants or shared shit (laughs) yeah shared shared rants Oh, like all these people like lining up to like oh, but round. <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god, but it's so really rigid. necessary mm. because I feel like there's so often there's just such this overwhelming fear of being disliked that we just keep so many of our mm. thoughts inside because mm. we don't want people thinking we're being an attention seeker or we're glorifying this or yeah. we're you know, and it's just fucking hard, man. Yeah, or they don't like, or you're being negative all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, that's why I think it's good to have to set it to be like, you know, you've got your time to get it all out and rant and talk about your stuff, but then move on. <laughs> yeah, I just don't really think there's such a thing as too much information. No, like I'm the same, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the best. Yeah. Love and overshare. Yes. Everyone needs to overshare. If you take away anything from this podcast, overshare. <laughs> Oversharing is caring. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. People can relate. And I think it's great that, like, uh, mental health issues have become, like you were saying, such mm. a, I guess, like, a topical and such a relevant thing. And there's yeah. so many organisations that, like, promote awareness around oh, them. Oh, yeah. And that's really cool. It's cool when they do something about it. I think some people, like, use those, like, certain days, like, the mental health days, to, like, just promote their business. And they don't actually physically do anything about it. Like some of them i'm like oh okay like great but it's like what are you actually doing you know for people to sit and really discuss about what's going on in their life yeah like hey how about instead of killing yourself you should buy this yeah it's like no yeah (laughs) or like are you okay yeah i'm fine and then like next it's like no (laughs) i what i can't deal with bit of rant (laughs) she's got five minutes she's got five minutes i won't i won't make five minutes (laughs) when someone says how are you, how are you and you say you know what i'm not great and they're like fuck tumbleweed no fucking tumbleweed no like this is text right no reply nothing you're like why the fuck did you ask me yeah why did you ask me oh no like that's if you don't yeah if you don't want to know yeah like unless you genuinely want to know how someone is doing that's when you know when you've got the you right know? friends though or oh, the right people around you because if someone was like to me like not okay or this or that i'd be like messaging be like okay do you want me to like call message go for a walk yeah, what do you need bring yeah. work 
obviously. <laughs> come and breathe. Come and breathe. I can't say that to everyone, though. I'm just like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's the thing. It's not a thing I can, like, say to people, come and try it. Like, they need to want to come and try it. Because it's so close to, like, that sort of therapy session that it's, like, forcing someone to, like, go do therapy. Come to my therapy. You need to come to do therapy. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. And this might help. Yeah. <laughs> But it would help. But it everyone. probably will. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually will. You should but do it. actually. It actually will, Since though. Since we're oversharing. <laughs> but why is it not a thing in Melbourne? Because I've literally... I actually, know. I went on a Tinder date. <laughs> lol. <laughs> ages ago. How did that go? Oh, no, he's great. We are just friends, but he's lovely. He was actually oh. on one of my earlier episodes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He's, he's a big... He's big on meditation. Yeah, ayahuasca. Nice. Like, oh, all amazing. that stuff. That's he, next on my list. He, like, microdoses and stuff. I'm like, I don't... Okay, I need to be in touch Next with this level. Guy. <laughs> I'll give you a. Yeah, I'll, I'll just give you his... <laughs> you'd, you'd love him. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Every time I meet a connection that's like into like ayahuasca and meditation, I'm like, can you tell me? Number it, thanks. Oh, yeah, he's all for it. <laughs> he's great. He's great. Anyway, uh, so we went on a date. It was like our second date or something. And we went to the um, art gallery in the city. And then we went to the park. And he was like, let's do some breathing exercises. I was like, fuck, okay. Oh, my God, I love like, it. Sure. It's so, so different. Just, like, breathing. I can't remember what it was called. But he got me to, like, hold one nostril. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But what's this yeah, one called? Yeah, so you like, oh, is it box breathing? Oh, okay. Something yeah, so breathing. Bre- yes. Yeah, I've done it. Don't so we just sat there. Thing. He made me sit there for, like, seven. We didn't make me. Like, it was a willing person. <laughs> Fucking sit Fucking down. Breathe, breathe out your nostril. <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> You sure that's not what he was doing? <laughs> I was not particularly highly strung that day. I was actually quite relaxed. Um, despite being on a date. Anyway, so we sat we sat in the park and I like, you know, did this nostril breathing stuff. It was oh so God. relaxing. Yeah, I know. It really Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm like yeah. crying. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fantastic. Um anyway, my point of that story was <laughs> randomly start talking about him, um, was that it's it, until I heard about your studio or yeah. shed or whatever, like it wasn't really something that I heard much about here. No, it's so, like, it's never, there is so many different types of breathwork though, can I just say that? Because I'm sure there's another couple of places in Melbourne that do it, but they don't do the style that I facilitate. Um, and it's, it's just Wim Hof, I've done, I've done that, right. but it's quite a different So many people come in, they're thing. like, so what are we doing Wim yeah. Hof? And I'm like, for a drink. I didn't cry or laugh or scream. <laughs> no, it's so different. Um, and there is there's so many different types of breathwork. Like, I try and compare it to as if you go into a gym and you're expecting the exact same workout as you got in the last gym. It's like, no. oh yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to be a different workout. Yeah. So there's so many different types of breathwork, but this one's like specifically designed to stir up your emotions, open your heart, um, and it's it's really. A lot of like trauma-based stuff, yeah, from like childhood and now, I guess. Yeah, it's quite weird. It had me drawing a lot of parallels between like stuff that I'm like currently processing emotionally and stuff mm. from my childhood. Yeah, and I, t- I we had a big chat after my session about like I guess our relationships with our moms, right? Yeah, yeah. And I actually ended up calling my mom. I know. <laughs> That's <is> so good. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm just I in this was, bedroom like, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just weird how you don't think it being like you know in your 30s all this stuff from your childhood and I didn't have a, a bad or traumatic childhood or no. anything like that in my 
mum and my dad were both very loving, very caring parents. Yeah. But there's always going to be something that fucks you up. Oh, of course, 100%. everyone. I said that to um in the podcast with Tom. I was like, I'm dying for someone to come in and be like, I don't have any shit. Although when we, I hope he doesn't mind me saying, although when we did it, um, Tom's dad came in and did it, and he was like doing the breath, and he kind of threw his arms in there. He's like, Oh, I'm vibrating. <laughs> and I was like, This is the highlight. Oh my of the god, whole that's. Month. He had like the best session. Aww. Like he was just genuinely so happy throughout the whole session and i was like oh my god like this is so great so you know not everyone has stuff that they need to come up on certain times and every single time you do it is so different yeah yeah it's weird because it's stuff that you don't expect Mm. to come up like i wasn't thinking um i never really think about my childhood as being something that i have issue with no same well i was the same when i did it and then so much stuff like I had an amazing childhood. Like, my mum brought us up on her own and we had the best childhood, but there's little things. And I always say this, like, my mum did an amazing job with us and her mum would have done, like, an amazing job with them. But obviously, you learn as you grow. So we'll probably do a better job than our mum. And my mum did a better job than her mum. You know, it keeps going. But there's stuff that, so much stuff that came up that I'm like, oh, wow, this is why I am the person today because of all this family stuff that happened when I was younger. Yeah. it's just like little things and that's who that's the realization was that's who i am today because of that and this is where i fall short on things because of stuff that happened when i was younger. yeah that was i had the same realization yeah and it's funny because when i've gone to like um psychologists and stuff in the mm. past and you know they've gotten to the childhood stuff fairly early on but they've asked super like i guess questions that i'm like how the fuck is that relevant like what do you mean <laughs> I'm like having a cry about some dude. What was your mum like? And they're like, like uh, yeah, and they're like something about your mum, and you're like, what do you mean, my mum? Yes, I'm talking about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like through the the breath work, like it's actual stories and realizations. You're like, oh, it goes straight there. It yeah. doesn't fuck around with all these questions. It's just like, yes. boom, that's why you fucked. Yeah. And you're like, ha! <laughs> that's so true. And mine was like, when I was in New Mexico, it was like every day. And I'm like, oh my God, like, is there more? <laughs> just every day there was just like something different. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like, I'm kind of terrified to know like what else is in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like to be more. honest. Yeah, I know. Cause there was like one. Mm. Um, yeah. Crazy. But yeah, I was having like, um, before I did it, I was having panic attacks, like just before I did it. And as soon as I did my first breathwork session i didn't have one panic attack after breathwork like not one. Oh my god that's it literally amazing. stopped them my first session stopped all my panic attacks like not saying that's a guarantee for everyone but it did for me so I, that's why i was like <laughs> well that's why i was like oh my god like this actually breathing stopped panic attacks i'm on did you have an injury or something as well yeah, yeah so yeah. i had my motorbike accident that's right yeah. i literally barely put me through like absolute hell and i'm allowed to say that now because i've just done all the work <laughs> um yeah absolute hell and i just i always say like i'm such like a science person so if something like i always there's always little signs from like the universe or wherever they come from and just like shit kept happening like i fucking hated my job that i was in bali was just like a nightmare i just didn't like any of it just the way it was all working where i was living what i was doing 
Um, and then one day I was like driving my scooter home and I actually had Tom in the back and I was like, I'm driving because I'm such a road rage driver. I'm like, I will drive because I do it properly. So his weight on the back was not good, but we were actually <laughs> going really, really slow around a corner, which was so funny. And there was oil spilled like fuel or oil on the floor. I mean, it's Bali, you know, it's just shit. And we fucking spun out onto the other side, like spun, 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 bang, straight onto the other side of the road. Tom jump off. <laughs> I'm like, cheers. No, but to be fair, if he didn't, his weight would have, would have I would have, I would have jumped off. Yeah. <laughs> Same. But we were on like oncoming traffic, and all I remember was like putting my hand out to like stop the oncoming traffic, and then all this whole like Balinese family came running to me and just like dragged me off the road. Yeah. Oh my god. It was crazy, but that was my huge sign from the universe to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Listen to all the fucking signs around you and do something. So that was like game changer. Oh, I just got a shiver. Yeah. And then I lay in my bed, depressed, literally. I didn't think I was until like someone was like, okay, you're depressed. <laughs> For like seven days. And I couldn't even press like play on the DVD player or the TV. I just sat with my thoughts for like seven days straight. It was like seven days, seven days. I think it was longer. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Cool. I know. What's Tom doing? Well, he had to work. Oh my we were God. both working. So he would come home and like bring me smoothies because oh, my face was listen. fucked. I was like, I just want coffee. <laughs> <laughs> He'd bring me smoothies and coffee and that was it. And I couldn't even shower because the water in Bali is so dirty. So when I sh- I couldn't shower because it would infect all my scars and half my body was like torn up. Oh my God. Yeah, it was gross. But that was because I wasn't paying attention. Like I wasn't listening to what's going on around me. It's like, how long do you stay in a job that you fucking hate? How long do you stay around people that are not cool with you? How long do you live in a place that you don't actually like? And I was doing it to please Tom because he was having the time of his life. And it's like, well, when do you put yourself, although you're in a relationship, when do you put yourself first? Like, when do you listen? Yeah. So it was for me, it was like, we're going to make you nearly die and then you'll have a wake up call. And that was it. That was my wake up call. That's amazing. Yeah. But not really. Well, no, I mean... <laughs> I should have been listening. Yeah, if you listen the first time. Yeah, yeah, but people say Bali will, if you're living there, Bali will keep you there, which it did the first time, to be fair, or it will, like, spit you the fuck out, and it will literally spat me out. As soon as I got on that plane, I was just like, oh my god, I'm, like, so happy right now. Yeah, it's crazy. But that was it, that... And then, yeah, discovered breathwork, did a couple of sessions, and then was like, I need to teach this. I think we're quite similar in that, like, if I start doing something and I fucking love it, I'm like, I must teach this, I must be the best at it. When mm. I, I went through this, like, mad yoga phase, like, I still love yoga to bits. I do, yeah. like, two sessions a week, but I was getting, like, two keen, basically. <laughs> and I was going, like, you know, like, five, six times a week. Oh, God. Which is, you know, not ridiculous, but because I also train on top of that. Yeah, and try and have other things in my life as well. It was just too much. So mm. I forced myself to quit my membership and now I have to pay for a single session. It's like my punishment, right? Oh, I'm no. i $25 for one session. Oh, no. Anyway, when I could have a full membership for $35, but that's not the point. <laughs> anyway, I was loving it so much. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. I'm going to like, you mm. know, yoga and weightlifting and it's going to be this thing. And yeah. I'm just like, mate, can you not just do a thing? Can you not just enjoy an activity in your life without becoming obsessed with it yeah. and consumed by it and try to make it your job? Like, what yeah. is wrong with you? So I had to, like, force myself to take a step back and do my one session, That's which so I really beautiful. look forward to. It's on Sundays at four. It's amazing. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah, but 
I'm the same and that mm. I'll like just go nuts on something and like yeah. completely like mm-hmm. ensconce myself in it basically. Yeah, it's funny because I do yoga all the time and I was like, oh, I just, I kept doing well. I was like, I just don't see myself teaching it, which was really funny because every other thing I did, it was like Les Mills and CrossFit and oh my God, Zumba. Did Les Mills. And I did all of it. I did like all the fitness things. Like I even did Zumba. Like I'm literally a qualified Zumba instructor. That's how like nuts I went on all this stuff. That's amazing. But yoga, I was like, no, I just can't see myself. Like I think that was the thing I loved and enjoyed. And I was like, if I never love this, it will be probably because I teach it. So I just want to fully. Yeah, enjoy I thought it would spoil it for me. Because mm. even sometimes, yeah. you know, as a coach, I'm just like, oh God. So I'm really glad that I trained somewhere other than yeah. where I work. You got to mix it, it you've up. You got to separate it. Absolutely, and that's what like what happens because you just make like your work, your training, your fun all in that area, and it's like okay, when do you like? And then step it like ruins it for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, a lesson that I finally learned, but that has taken me years. Yeah, and learn. they can. Like mine took me to nearly die. <laughs> Seriously. So now anything that's like out of line or like challenges me I'm like nope I'm on and just like straight away I'm like okay what does this mean and I totally analyze it which is probably not healthy either no I don't know it's probably healthier than getting hit by (laughs) traffic (laughs) (laughs) so I suppose that would be a mind gold moment then yes it would be and how often do you do breath work because I feel that would just be like yourself Mm. that would be like a continuous mind gold epiphany kind of cycle yeah I try and do one big one a week and it was funny because last week I did one before like I think there was like four girls that came in and I did it just before and the whole session I bawled my eyes out I was crying so much they came in my eyes were swollen I was red I'm like I am never doing a breathwork session by myself before our class they would have been like who is she what's she doing she's like crying before our class but I would say to them when they came in. Were they like new people as well? You yes. Before. Oh my God, amazing. You're like, the crazy breathwork this lady. This is the worst. It's like when you do CrossFit and it's like you're so red and sweaty. It's and like, you still got your Welcome shirt to- off. Yeah. And you're just like, <sighs> Welcome to my class. And they're like, ew. <laughs> anyway. It was me 100%. Like oh, every yeah. fucking session. But they're normally regulars. Whereas breathwork is a bit different because they're like, what? Like, what am I stepping into here? Yeah. Anyway, I try and do one big one a week. And then every day you can do, like, little ones. So normally, like, seven minutes. So you don't cry as much? No, I just don't in those ones. But if I know I'm going to, I'm like, okay, I need to do a, a bigger one just to release out. Yeah. Yeah. Is it something that is fairly easy to facilitate on your own? To do it yourself? Yeah. Yeah, you'd ha- I recommend you'd have to come and do, like, a class first. And yeah. then you could do it on your own. But the thing about, like... Not even I like doing it on my own because I like someone there to kind of guide and encourage because, as you know, you get lost in time because your chart minds just shut off. So I'm like, how long have I done? Where am I at? Can I yell now? Can I do this? (laughs) So I want someone there. Yeah. Um, So obviously, I feel like it's like training on your own. Well, it depends if you like training on your own or not. Like, I can't stand training on my own anymore. Like, I need a group and I need people to push me. And that's how I see breath work because I need, like, people around me to do it. So if I do it on my own, it's a bit of, like, okay... Yeah, I'm the same. I used to, to love to training this. on my own. But same. now, like, if my coach isn't there, I'm just like... What is the point? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, I trained for own on my year... Like, for years, sorry. Like, on my own. And now I'm like, I cannot do a session without someone there. Yeah. I used to, like, I'll beg Tom to, like, come for a run with me. He hates running. I'm like, please run with me. I'm not trained. I'm like, please. I just can't run on my own. So silly. But, yeah. It's just better with people there. 
I think also, I mean, then you do get to share like how we we shared at the yeah, end, and I think yeah. that was like actually being able to talk about it afterwards mm. was like just so helpful as well. Yeah, because it's like a bit of a like kind of session afterwards as well, because you get to discuss it. And if other people are there, it's so nice to hear what they like went through as well. And you're yeah. just like, oh wow, cool. And I love hearing people's like stories. I love it. Yeah, pretty cool. So where to now for the breathwork shed? You're just going to build up a solid timetable of um, yeah. rants. Yes, <laughs> seriously. So I'm going to start with one class a week of just like, I need to think of like a name for it. I have no idea. But it's just going to basically be a class where everyone just like shares their stuff. And then, yeah, just go from there. And it's funny because people are like, oh, it'll just like grow like this or do that or things will happen. And there's not a chance in hell I would have thought of making a class where people just come and share their stuff and now it's like one month in already I'm like I need a separate class because the post breathwork discussions are so long like they could easy go for an hour easy yeah so I'm like it needs to be a separate class yeah, yeah. I had to I called someone after the session as well to like mm. talk to them about yeah, it because I had to go we could have chatted for ages we could it was yeah. amazing and then I called my mum and then like <laughs> released all of the god sorry mum <laughs> sorry mum yeah uh, there was residual feelings there but um you know i think that if anything it's going to be helpful for that relationship mm-hmm. and i mean potentially if anything else comes up from it in the future that it'll be i'll be more confident with articulating how i feel and why i feel it yeah because i think for so long i haven't really been able to put a finger on i guess what my issues are with mm-hmm. my childhood mm-hmm. and that session really kind of opened my eyes to what exactly the yeah. fuck my problem was. Yeah. Right? And that's it's what so happens. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just figuring out why you are the person you are today. Oh yeah. my God, I love that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that's what it was for us. <laughs> so where can people find you if they want to find out why they're the person that they have become today? <laughs> Um, at the Breathwork Shed on Instagram and Facebook. I think it's just Siobhan McLeod Breathwork Meditation Facilitator. So those two. Um, and then I was going to get a website, but I'm like, you know, everyone's on social media. Oh my God, websites are so fun though. I love my website. I'm like obsessed with it. I like to just change it around. My friend Carly. Okay. It was really, it was, it was, um, it's quite easy for me to change things and Oh, really? Chat. Okay. No one else really needs to hear about how to build a website. <laughs> how do you build a website? Although, so look out for the new Breathwork Shed website. Yeah, I know. Don't Google it yet, because it's yet. not there. But Instagram. And also, it's the shed on the right at the end of the driveway that you don't think it's going to be. I know. But it is that one. I really need to get the directions sorted. But it's just so like cute and cosy in there that I don't care about the directions. Everyone's found it so far, so it's fine. It's very cute and cosy. Yeah. Highly recommend it, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about Pleasure. it. I can't wait to come back and do another session. Yay, come Hopefully along. I won't take out my angst on anyone else. <laughs> come to the rants. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get more people at that than breathwork. Thank you so much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good night, guys. Bye.